Hey, everyone, and thank you for joining us this week for uh, Living Uncensored with Kiki and Dame. My name is Dame, and as always, I have my amazing co-host with me. Kiki. Thank you. And last week, we talked about self-care at the end of our podcast before Kira said that she was going to be, um, you know, holding up signs in the middle of New York City. Um, we, we talked about self-care. So <laughs> that's what we're going to resume with today. So um, self-care for me, it's going to sound redundant, but it's really being um, able to put yourself first. And for some people, that is not easy to do. And it takes a lot of learning um, to be able to put yourself first and not consider it selfish. If we recall from our interview that we had with our, the, our resident life coach, who, who happens to be my mother, um, and she said that self-care is not selfish. And so we are on a journey to explore that further and learn that self-care um, is not selfish. So, Carol, what do you do for self-care? I'm learning self-care. Mm -hmm. So recently, I've been trying to make my showers as spa-like as possible. And... I've been learning how to disconnect and take time away from me. So perfect example was this morning, I got my diffuser because I'm on my whole young living oily journey, right? And I got my diffuser and a couple of oils and I had the best spa-like shower ever. And the diffuser had burned thieves and that gave me like a cinnamon kind of peppermint smell and it like opened me up. And I was in my shower and I had my music going. And then when I came out, I used Frank Incense from my skin. And that took me to a whole nother planet. You couldn't tell me my face wasn't like 1,000. Who yeah, I was watching sure. the YouTube, like I, I'm glowing and this is natural. This, this is Frank Incense. Cause normally I'd be looking a little pale. But, um, and I, I had a blast and I took about a good 45 minutes for myself. And I've been trying to keep that up, whether I do it in the morning or do it at night. I try to give 45 minutes a day to myself. Good, good. And that's definitely um, a good amount of time. It's almost like exercising, right? So exercising, right. you say you need to do at least 30 minutes a day. Well, you need to do things that take care of yourself. Um, you know, and, and I love the fact that you took that 45 minutes out of your day to um take care of yourself especially your skin because your skin is very important um for that and it was difficult Dame. It, it was a little it was a bit difficult it felt weird because i'm not used to the self-care because you know i was one of those that believed self-care was selfish so mm -hmm. it was a bit weird this morning not jumping up and cooking right away and like completely revamping my schedule was different but it felt great it felt great so and um as a new yorker we we definitely need to learn how to um have self-care because oh. what the the state's motto is the city that never sleeps right but <laughs> hello sleep is part of self-care and I like, to, I like to take naps now mm -hmm. that's not very good but i be i be out here napping after after i go to work in school um, and it'd be, it'd be bedtime. Okay. And then that is good. 
people need to re so they can rejuvenate themselves. So this whole I'm not sleep. I used to say I'll sleep when I'm dead because I gotta make money and I gotta exactly. Um, exactly. You know, being financially healthy is important. Um, but it's a balancing act. And I feel like for me, self-care is balancing the different parts of your um being. Right. When I was in high school, however many years ago that was now, they used to call it having a total quality of a total quality of health. Mm. Um, but as things, you know, go terminology changes and now we're talking about self-care um environmentally and um you know at your workplace so occupationally you have your intellectual um self-care mm -hmm. and again right now this particular episode we're talking about um environmentally again because the the oils that we use to um take care of ourselves are cultivated directly from the earth. Right. So we're trying to go back to our roots and be very unnatural. Uh, we should be one with nature just as um, the animals are. Because in truth be told, is odd opinion as well, we are um, animals. Probably the most sophisticated and educated animals, of course, but we're still animals, which means we need to connect with the earth and nature as the rest of the ecology does. Right. And I, I agree with that. And starting my living, my um, young living journey, I feel the difference. Mm -hmm. I feel cleansed. I feel, I don't feel as tired or sluggish anymore. Um, and when I, when I do get into a mode where I don't want to get out of bed or I don't want to conquer something right then and there. I go to that stress away, which is another young living oil or my peace and calming and I'm back at it. I'm snapping back into it. I didn't, I doubted the oils. I really did start on my journey, but using them, I've realized it helps me a lot. And maybe some people don't want to do oils. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's reading, maybe it's music. Maybe that gives people that drive that the oil gives me or let's say you mm -hmm. but I think it's important for us to find what gives us that that motivation to go right because if we find that and we cling on to it it boosts us to another dimension right it gives us that boost when we don't want to do anything or we're like low and down so I just for me it was the oils and I'm, I'm so grateful for them and for you and Sandy and everybody else a part of Young Living because that helped me really push for my self-care. I look forward to it. It was like 45, like I need, I need my great shower. My shower is not a normal shower anymore. And it's just something as simple as that. You know, it's cost effective. Um, the timing, you have to take a shower, right? So my thing, my two barriers, and we can talk a little bit about barriers, not to switch the convo, but my two barriers were time, in finances time of course I was always on the go and me and my profession working 16 hours is a normal thing and I have a daughter and I have a boyfriend I have to take care of and I have all these things right and if I didn't get those things done I didn't feel like I was deserving of my self-care I felt it was selfish to care for myself when I couldn't complete my priorities right or my to-do list so that was barrier number one was time. 
But when I started with the oils and like the frankincense, right? I smelled that. I'm like, oh my goodness. And this is for skin? Hell yeah, I want to smell like this. Like, And then I was like, wait a minute. I gotta take a shower, right? So why don't I blend the two? And I'm like, all right, well, let me take my shower. And then I'm gonna throw on my frankincense. Then I'm like in the shower and I'm like, I got this diffuser. Now I can make my bathroom smell however I want to. And I have the oils to coordinate that smell. And then slowly, like every week, I just added something new to the shower. And now I've perfected my shower time. So I'm like, all right, cool. We did it. (laughs) And that's something that I have to do. So even if you're a person like me who you feel selfish, it's not selfish because I have to clean myself. I have to incorporate that time to, to get myself together, right? So there we go. I done, I done figured out time. And then I, I and then I was just going to say, um, I like doing DIYs. So I'm getting back into that. I had stopped creating because again, making time. So I started doing DIYs and because I love spas and showers, I started doing a DIY using the oils with the bath bombs. So nice. I'm excited to um, see the bath bombs as well. Do you have them with you? Yeah, well, I have one. Uh-huh. This was my trial and error, but this is my first one ever made. And it's with the Raven oil from Young Living. And it's really easy to do. It's just baking soda, citrus acid, citric, uh, citric acid, sorry. And a little bit of water in the oil. She got and baking soda. She got baking, baking soda. soda. Baking soda, baking soda. And I'm using it for me. Now, I don't sniff it or nothing, but this is it right here. <laughs> you got right? your bacon soda in the bathroom. <laughs> so, but cost effective because let's say if I bought the oil at its retail price, right? And then all the ingredients, let's say I spent 70 bucks in total, right? Because mm-hmm. it's about 67 and some change. So, 70 bucks in total, and I can make over 100 bath bombs. Yeah, like I, 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 I won. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. if I would have went to Bath and Body Works, which I'm accustomed to going to, or buying name brand fragrances, I would be spending $100 a pop. And that's on a good day because if you get the set, it's anywhere between $125 to almost $180. So I won. And what I love about um, Young Living, and I should just be honest, I haven't used any other brand of oils. So I, I'm not up here um, advertising and living specifically. Oh, it's no. Just, it's just what we use, right? So, right. Um, but what I love about them is that there's no toxins or add-ins or anything like that. So everything that um, you're saying that she uses the oils for is all natural. And mm-hmm. if you think about it, um, it makes sense because most medicines, and you know, Nurse Ratchet can correct me if I'm wrong. But most, <laughs> Are you most, calling out Nurse Ratchet? <laughs> most medicines will um will come from a plant-based material, right? Um, so with that being said, then here is your plant base in this bottle when you were we were talking about young living. So um for myself, I use a, an oil called Panaway. Um, for those of you that's watching this on YouTube, here, here it looks right here. You'll see that pan away. This is almost like you would say you're a Ben Gay or you're icy hot. 
okay. uh, for placement, right? And the reason I use this is because, as I mentioned before, my muscles, because of the cerebral palsy, they get tight, there's tightening in them. Okay. It's probably not going to go away, but it does make sort of like a Charlie horse feel because that's what Charlie horses do. Right. So you would, um, you use this and you just relax. Usually I take my naps and then I'm get up and I'm good to go, you know? So, so do you just rub it? Do you rub it on the specific area that's tight or do you rub it around the whole area? Like, let's say part of my arm is locking up. Do I put it around the whole part of the arm or just on that spot where it's- like I put it on the muscle, the muscle itself. So if I know that it's my, I think my hamstring is in the back again, mm-hmm. I'm an anatomy person. Um, I will just rub it on that particular thing. Now I'm not going to like do it on my knee and all the thing. Like I don't need to, because then you'll be smelling, you'll literally be smelling like uh, an icy hot advertisement. Um, or so, like Bengay. Yeah, so, that's, yeah so, you, so you just want to take a little bit because the oils are very concentrated. So anyone who is thinking about using them or um, wants more information, they are very, very concentrated oils. So we definitely use them sparingly. But um, again, if you are into natural um, living, they help. And we're just beginning this journey. So um, you'll see that um, over time that we use them for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, calming down is one of them because I'd be having tempers. Okay. Um, again, I don't know if you probably noticed in our in our interview or in the week before we kind of alluded to, I'd be having to put my temper in check sometimes. <laughs> temper in check sometimes. Now there you did are very many. good. I don't mean to cut you off. You did awesome. You I did. I was so proud of you. Right, because <laughs> um, so anywho, um, but now when I need to put my temper in check, I use my peace and calming, or I diffuse something um like motivation or inspiration because um just the just the name of it, just and then you hear the you know you smell the aroma. It's like oh, I could see why. Somebody probably thought of that while they were, you know, doing product development. Correct. Um, you know, it does kind of, obviously an oil is not going to literally um, inspire you or something like that, but it does give you that feeling like, okay, I can, I can do this today. And as Kira was saying, gives you that motivation to continue if that is what you are, you know, that, that lifestyle that you're looking to um, enter into. So not to cut you off, do you have some favorite oils in the arsenal? Do you, are you hiding anything, any secret gems over there that we need to know about? Um, so other than my, funny, other than my, <laughs> anyway, um, we use goldenrod, is what she's trying to allude to here. I and, was just asking a simple question. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I was. <laughs> All right. But you want to bring up goldenrod, so let's talk about goldenrod. <laughs> so goldenrod does what it sounds like. It helps with your <laughs> it helps with your blood flow and um gives you the little Midas touch. You know, <laughs> Midas be, be out here. Okay. Um, you know, just to not sound vulgar for our big users, okay. and of course, we don't want to make any claims because we can't really make claims. Of course. Uh, but it does help with blood flow but it does help with the blood flow so um i'll be needing that just to think hell and stuff 
if y'all really feel like migrating away from Viagra, we can get you on some goldenrod. That's fine with us. Uh, <laughs> that's self-care. If you want a relationship, that's some self-care. That's a stress reliever. That's self-care. I'm a big promoter in that. It ain't my business, but I can share it. ain't my it. business, but hell, it's it's part of self-care, right? After that, it. you get to sleep. <laughs> right? Right. You feel good, right? I feel good. I know I feel good. I feel loved <laughs> and good. Right. <laughs> so that's self-care. Just be safe. <laughs> but i was originally getting at do you have any favorite scents that you like to wear on a regular oh okay <laughs> there you go gunning for me <laughs> that's what okay. i was alluded to <laughs> you should have stopped me vending but well, no this is living uncensored we listen that's this is what the people are listening for <laughs> um so i like to wear valor a lot if i was going to choose one to wear that would be it and um it's a more manly smell and uh -huh. also um sutron so those are um literally like they have a sutron line for men so it, it if you're trying to replace your cologne or anything like that it would be sutron that you wanted to do or if you um are looking for like a beard oil it would be sutron or soap okay so, and outside of the young living right do you have any advice to give to guys that might not understand what self-care is like we know there's plenty that might but for those who might not Find somebody to talk to. Okay. Here on period, I would say, or yeah, period. I don't know why we do that now, but period, poop. <laughs> find somebody to talk to because sometimes it's like a whole masculine thing. Oh, I don't need nobody to talk to. I I got it. I could do it myself. But other people's opinions they help sometimes. Or maybe you just like to hear yourself talk because boy, I could I could talk. Um, I could talk to myself for about an hour, but, um, but no, um, literally sometimes it just makes you feel good to express your accomplishments, your challenges. Um, and I, I really feel like finding that some, that person that you're able to speak with about those, even if they're just listening. Okay. So you might hear, you might have those people that you know are just listening, just to be listening. Because expressing it is for you, right? Them, but if you're excited about something, know that you're excited about it. If you're upset, be upset because it's the outlet, it's the way right. that you display it. Because I could be excited. Like I never forget this one time. I think I think it was the Eagles. Not really sure. Some 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 sports team. They won the championship or the Super Bowl. And then they started rioting in the streets. I'm like, did y'all win or not? Okay. I'm like, okay. The way that they, I'm going to have to pull up this article uh, somehow, but the way that they were flipping over cards in excitement, I was like, okay, y'all are not expressing this correctly. Okay. Not to say that, um, 
people are going to go out and always do that in excitement right. and there's a way to express yourself and finding that person and finding someone to talk to um, can help you express it constructively so I well, even a therapist right like if you can't find anybody a therapist or, or counselor or a life coach or people like that right yeah I've never been to professional counseling I thought about it to be honest um because you know I'd be thinking that I'm crazy but I never uh, have been to professional counseling, but I think that it's time that we remove that stigma from counseling though, because some people don't have uh, family to talk to. And again, maybe being able to express yourself to someone and getting someone else's opinion is that important piece, right? Um, like yeah, you going to talk to somebody don't make you crazy, right? Right, it don't make you crazy. But I'm saying that I thought I was crazy. Sometimes I still think I'm crazy. When they um, say if you talk to yourself but you don't answer, you're not crazy. And I'm glad you brought that up because I feel that that's a stigma, especially in the minority group. You know, mm-hmm. you want to get help or you want to talk to somebody because maybe there are issues that you have that you don't want to discuss with people that mm-hmm. know you. You know, maybe there's certain things you need to get out, but you might be judged. Mm -hmm. And family can be really negative in that, in a sense where they're always having an expectation for you to show up or handle something, right? So Mm -hmm. sometimes you might not want to share something with your friends or your family. So sometimes having that outlet is okay. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of people who've benefited from it and and it works, like you said, getting it out. But I really feel that mental health in minority communities is a part of your medical. It's just as important. When you start coughing, you run to the doctor. But if you start feeling and thinking a certain way, I don't feel that we we need to keep that bashing thing going. Get the help, especially if it's available. Yeah, yeah. And to um, elaborate on it a little, a little bit of what Kira's saying, just because it was a thought that ran through my head, sometimes there's, um, you know, addictions that you have that people of don't course. know about. Um, you know, classic example would be pornography, or maybe there's um, really porn. People, you can people. watch too much porn, huh? You can watch too much porn. That's the thing. Yes. <laughs> Um, well, hold on, hold on. That's what I'm saying. Like, hold Hold on. on. We got, we need a professional on here to talk about that one. You can watch too much more. Let's keep it PG. Let's keep it PG. It's listed as, um, explicit anyway. So, so, okay. Let's put this out there. Clearly, we have watched porn. Now, if you can watch too much of it, I don't know if it has like a um, like a biological effect. I will be interested to find that out. And I think that I'm going to research that now. I think that we should, because I, I hear that it could be, but. Right, if it has a biological effect. Um, yeah, like a, the effects on the brain or something like that. Yeah, um, but I don't know. That's something to look into, but I, that just caught me. Like you can watch so much more, okay. I guess if you get busted watching it, that's when the embarrassment comes in. And I guess that's when you need to talk to somebody. You know, and she probably going to kill me for putting this out to everybody, but I don't care. One time I was watching it and I fell asleep after I finished my thing. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. 
And my mom walked in the room and it was still on the screen and I was just fucking sleeping. Oh. <laughs> and it was just bad. And she, and, she went, and, woke, and she looked at me and she just backed out the door and made like you see what she never said nothing to me about it ever. Ever. And um to this day. I kind of think we all have a moment where we get busted watching porn. Or if you didn't get busted watching porn, you got busted in the act. Well, yeah. close to it. I think everybody go through that. If you having kudos to you, you need to drop a link in a comment and on one of the platforms to let us know how you did it. <laughs> I, but yeah, you know, getting back to the self care, you know, I, I really. I really thank you for bringing that up as far as talking to somebody, because if you talk to somebody and express your feelings, you're considered weak. Mm-hmm. You know, you're considered less than than. And that keeps you in this cycle. And then how do you get, how do you, how do you help yourself? You can't. You can't because you only see the forest for the trees, right? So you're only seeing your situation. And I'm pretty sure other people can see your situation too. But if you don't, ask someone what their perspective is on something then you can't grow so without a without a community there's no growth it's almost like you're the seed or the plant and then the people around you would be the nourishment and the water and the sun you know different people play different roles in your life and so they also play different roles in the growth you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Right. So we'll use the example. My mother obviously planted the seed, or let's say my mother and my father, they planted the seed. Um, my grandmother nourished me and she she would be the one that had watered with me. And um, you say, and then you know, the photosynthesis in the sun. And then it, without my brothers and, and my sisters, I would I would be completely different either. So I needed to have some companionship and camaraderie when I was growing up so I knew how to interact with other people and they would have to do the same with me if they didn't have a sibling that had a disability their outlook on life may or may not be different right because if they grew up with an understanding of well he's not that different than I am you know but um it just and I guess that's where you get the whole nature versus nurture thing and they both right. have a, they both have a role in the person that you're supposed to be but you're not going to discover the people that are true to your life if you don't talk so right. so communication and talking is going to be the first piece of advice that i would give and the little ratchet piece to this is closed mouths don't get fed <laughs> you right. don't open your mouth you don't ask for help or you don't try to get that help you're never going to get it that's also true. Yeah, you never gonna get it. Because, so we said, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Because there'll be people that I, I'm literally waiting now. I'm like, okay, I, and I'll tell you, call my phone if you need my help. Right. My phone be dry. <laughs> the, only, the only person that be picking up the phone to call me when she need help is on the other side of this camera. So, <laughs> I um, always need help. <laughs> So I'm, and I'd be like, I don't know why you, why you didn't ask. Well, 
Because that yeah. shame of the shame, we kind of <laughs> talked about this and I know we're rambling, but it does kind of tie into what we're talking about. That, that sense of responsibility. I remember when I told you I used to, and we've been through this in our relationship where I would isolate. As soon as I start going through something, I shut down and I isolate. And I do that because I know I could pick up the phone and call you. I know that if I need help, you'll help me figure it out. But sometimes me being the older sister, I don't always want to ask my younger siblings for help. Sometimes I want to be the savior because I'm your older sister, right? Mm -hmm. So I had to break away from that. I had to learn that even though I am the big sister, it's okay to still need help because at the end of the day, I'm not just a big sister. I'm not just a mom. I'm a human being. I'm going to need help, right? And just because I'm going through something, I'm not the only person in the world facing that problem. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to ask for help, especially when you've been burned by so many people who are supposed to help you, are supposed to be in your corner holding you down, you know, you then build up this wall and it's like, I need the help, but I don't have real help. Or every time I ask for help, it's thrown in my face or whatever the circumstances may be, but you know, it's hard. So and that I like can be a little bit challenging. I like what you said because you said the word supposed to and and as people listeners will find out, I generally pick out specific words because the word supposed to shows that you have an expectation of the people in your life, right? Right. And it's like, why do you have that expectation of them? Do they know you have that expectation of them? Because well, I learned not to cut you off. I learned I had that expectation expectation because that was an expectation expectation I couldn't meet or someone couldn't meet for me. Mm. Because I don't um right now I'll, I love all my siblings. I don't have an expectation of none one of them. Not even you. Mm-hmm. When I call you and you don't pick up, I'd be like, ah, she's probably busy to be my expectation now. But it's never, oh, she's ignoring me or right. she don't want to talk or something like that because if if I say if I put it on back onto myself that means I had an expectation that you would pick up or that you would say certain things and I, I don't have that I'd be like something's probably going on I might call again to make sure ain't nothing like traumatizing happening like, of no course of course else. that's a different story um but I don't have a, an expectation of any of you and that might be because we're grown now and I have to also know that we all have our different experiences and we all have um, our lives to have. And I say that because when we do extend help, we're coming from places of different experiences. Of Whether course. we grew up together or we didn't grow up together, um, we have, we, at this point, we all have different experiences. So what you're going through now, your little brother may have some advice on or may not um, because he, or, he has lived his own life. Of course, <clears throat> but then that ties into putting that that pride down. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then when I put my pride down, I have to showcase a certain vulnerability. And being vulnerable, here's another word, makes you weak. Or that's how it's perceived, especially in our community. If I'm vulnerable, I'm weak. And especially men. If men are vulnerable, they're considered weak. 
Yeah. And I think that's where the stigma comes over. I don't need somebody to talk to. I can do this on my own. Because or the automatic response. I'm okay. I'm good. I got this. You know? And it's so much further from the truth. If you ask for help, you're dumb or you're slow because you're supposed to figure it out. You're supposed to deal with it. Why haven't you figured it out yet? You know, so it's all of those things. And that all incorporates on that self-care because for me, for a long time, I thought my negative coping mechanisms were self-care because those were things that I can do for me that no one can take from me. If I decide to smoke, I smoke because I want to smoke. And even though it's detrimental to my health, it's something I do for me because it brings me some, some sort of calming. Mm -hmm. Or if you drink, you get that source of calming. It doesn't necessarily take the pain away or take away the problem, <clears throat> but it at least puts me in a mind frame where I can keep going. So, so my version of- How did you make the change in that habit? Not, again, we're not sitting up here saying people that drink or smoke are bad, but- Saying that she, that she has she's beginning to make the changes in those habits so how did you make that change well first part of my self-care was removing any triggers that was going to put me back into those negative coping mechanisms right so whatever friends that I had that I would drink with and I would party with I had to remove some of them and the ones that I kept I had to put up a boundary I'm moving on in my life and I could call you before you stop drinking. I mean, before you start drinking, when you, when you, when you start, don't even, don't even pick up the phone because I can't live like that anymore. I don't want to live like that anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. I had to remove the accessibility to certain coping mechanisms, you know, like smoking or whatever. I had to remove myself from all of that. The second thing was finding another way to cope. So it was a lot of trial and error, you know, actually breaking my barriers down and putting my vulnerability on the table and understanding that I'm not weak. I'm only weak because I continuously make excuses to do the same thing over and over again, right? So I had to find other coping mechanisms. So my DIYs, now I have the young living. Um, Reading, reading and music for me is another set of coping mechanisms. I turn on some music and I zone out, you know, I could read books and it takes my mind to another planet. It gives me that little time of disconnect. So those were the first two steps. Well, I'm going to say those are still the two first steps that I'm taking in order to break down those negative coping mechanisms. And I think just me removing myself from a lot I'm able to function now because I'm not living in a state of chaos anymore. So those are my two first steps and I can't list anymore because that's where I'm, I'm literally stuck at phase two because that's all I've gotten to so far. And I wanna perfect that before I start <clears throat> giving advice on other things because for me, remember like I mentioned in the last podcast uh, or the second episode, I'm gonna say, I want to help people based off experiences, not just book knowledge. You know, I want to say, okay, this is what I've done and this is what worked for me. But until I've gotten there, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak on it. So I'm stuck at step two, and that's what I've been doing so far. Right, which I appreciate. Um, and I look forward to going through the journey with you. And as we've said many times, 
We are not professional nothing. At all. <laughs> We're not even professional podcasters. We sure not. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I love the, the podcast so much. And I know we always go back to how much we love it. But I have to say that because we grow with the podcast, you know, whether it's coming up with content, whether it's getting better, you know, equipment and programs, like whatever it is, we're growing in everything that we're doing for this podcast and people who decide to stick with us and see our our growth. I'm hoping that they can grow with us, you know, like, oh, I'm having a bad day. I know these clowns is up here talking about a whole bunch of crazy. Let me just turn them on real quick. You know, like for me, that's okay. Or if someone, it like like we used to say, we could just touch one person that could write down something that, that stuck with them. That's what this is for. So it and is. For, and for me, it's, it's having fun. It's, I get up here and all of my look all stiff and whatnot. That's because I don't want my, uh, my background. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't, right? We're going to call some girls for you who's watching these YouTubes because you over there looking real sexy. You talking stiff. Hmm. You don't got your hair cut. Your oh, skin you know. glowing over there. You noticed? Okay. Uh, yeah, I see you. Mm-hmm. Last last uh, uh, couple episodes, I looked like I had a black Q-tip on my head, but it's okay. <laughs> um, I cut my hair is what she's trying to say. But I mean, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to call, I, you, I, my number. We're gonna have a link. We're gonna have a link down below. Yeah. Anyway, just I'm still single out here in these streets. That's okay. But you're doing a lot of self care. That sleep is doing good for you. You know, mm-hmm. your oils is doing good for you. Working is doing good for me because I'm about to get this bag. That's right. You <laughs> see, so you've been doing a lot more self care, and have you been noticing a difference with the self care you've been implementing more? Yes, I feel like emotionally I'm I'm happier. And um, again, I believe this because I'm able to express myself and I do a whole lot of talking. <laughs> in fact, I used to say when I when I had my previous position in my job, I don't like to talk when I get off work. Right. Mm. That was my job. It was I was talking. Um, but I also was nasty. Because the only thing that was on my mind at the point was customers that made me unhappy. Now, let me put this in perspective because watch this. I would have customers that were great customers that were just asking normal questions and they were having nice days and I would have those. But those weren't the ones that stuck with me. Mm. It was the ones that were negative or the ones that would come back all the time and ask the same question or ask me to do the same thing. I was like, didn't I explain this to you already? And the reason I do that and not not to sound like I'm stuck up or anything is because when I speak to people, I wanna speak to people in a way that teaches them how to fish instead of fishing. Because my grandfather used to say, if you you teach them how to fish, they'll eat for a lifetime. Mm. So anytime that I speak to someone, if if I know what I'm talking about, I wanted to teach you how to do what I do so that one, you don't have to depend on me or anyone in the call center to do that thing and you can continue to do it, right? Whenever you have time, whether it's submitting a claim or calling a doctor, whatever, I feel as though 
teaching you how to, and I just use those examples because it's part of my job for anyone who's listening. Right. Um, but I, I feel like it's better to teach you how to do it so that you don't have to stay on um, the whole time too long. Um, you, you know, it reduces the frustration because now you understand, oh, this is why this is happening. Let me just go ahead and take care of it instead of staying in a queue for so long and then mm -hmm. having to verify yourself because you know who you are, but I don't know who you are. Right. right. So um, those type of things. So when they would come back to me, I'm like, am I not explaining this correctly for her or him to be able to do this particular task by themselves? That would make me think, how else can I say this? That's one, not rude, because you have to put your customer service voice on. Thank you for calling so-and-so. This is such and such. And, and how, you know, so you have to get into that mode to want to help them. Not that I didn't want to help people, but my point is that you, you know, you always have to be in that space. Even if right. you're having a bad day, my foot could hurt, my, my, I could have slept the wrong way, but I have to come at my job correct and say, right. you know, I got to be happy because these people are also having a bad day. And mm -hmm. if they're having a bad day, I have to be the one to fix it. Mm -hmm. right? So my point in, in rambling on is that if they, if they came back to me, I felt as though I didn't do something, I didn't explain it correctly for them to get it right. And that was, that was annoying to me. Fair. That's very fair. But I like the fact that you're growing in your self-care. And I do appreciate that you're sleeping more. I won't be soon, but it's okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> um I think, I don't know how to word it, but I think from this podcast, hopefully the audience, the viewers, you guys listening could really relate and connect with what we're saying. And I say that because if you don't have a great self-care routine, then you will not be able to be productive at all. And I know it sounds repetitive, but whoever's listening and needs to hear this, please let it sink in and try it. Just, just try it at least once. If you don't sleep, get you some sleep. If your eating habits are bad, at least once, just try, just try something healthy. If you never do anything you like to do that's positive, just try it at least once. Because it'll make a world of difference. And again, I'm not out here trying to be a billboard for young living at all. Oh. But, um, but in, I look at them, although they are an essential oil company, I definitely look at them as a self-care company. Because definitely. all the things that we have mentioned, they have addressed. If you are um, trying to lose weight, there's your silk line. They will have um, what's a stevia replacement mm -hmm. and a I think they have a gum to be honest to help you um, with your eating cravings right so anything that you can think of that is um, for you know actually healthy self care young living's got to be taken care of um, especially financial because you can 
you know, it is a um, multi-level um, business, so you can benefit financially from it. So every aspect of self-care, um, Young Living is on it. So just because, you know, I believe in that so much, I will put it out there. They have not, they have not sponsored this, uh, you know, podcast. By any means. At all. Um, but if they want you, if y'all listening, but they have not yet. Um, but that's and okay. Not to cut in, but I'll, this is going to tie into both Young Living and outside of Young Living. Mm-hmm. It always starts with you. You have to make that conscious decision that you're going to recognize a problem or a barrier and you're going to figure a way to knock it down because companies like Young Living or other companies that help with your self-care or whatever it is, they can provide you with whatever it is you're looking for. But if you don't take that first step and you don't stay committed, what is the purpose of having all of these things? Will you ever use these items or obtain these items? It would be pointless. It's useless. And that's why for me, Young Living was important because my journey began with wanting to become more health conscious, bridging the gaps with my self-care and helping my daughter with her skin, right? But I had to want that. I had to believe in it to a point where I made the first step. So yes, like Dame said before, we do not get paid or anything for promoting a living, but it's an, it's an outlet and they provide so much. And you're also a part of a community that I'm not saying you could pick up the phone and call everybody 24 seven, but if you share a common goal, like, or a common thing, you can find somebody within Young Living that can show you how to incorporate the oils. So just whatever it is, sit down and really dig deep, peel back those layers and be like, all right, I'm worth it because you are worth it. So many of us don't feel worth it. So many of us feel like I don't even want to live no more. Like, why am I here? You're worth it. You're worth it. And instead of keeping that negative thing that we have in our heads, because it's so easy to hold on to negative before positive, just twist it. Just twist it. And it's not easy. It's not going to happen overnight. But just keep at it because you are worth it. No matter what your mistakes have been, no matter what your flaws are, you are still worth it. Because guess what? We all got to wake up this morning. And there's some of us that couldn't. But now that we got that chance, we got to live out loud and make it to the best of our abilities. So that's all I got. You said it right, and I would just say it again for the people in the back. You are worth it, you know? Yeah. So anybody who's within the sound of our voices know that um, you're not alone in whatever thought you're having, right? So whether it's depression, whether it's addiction, whatever it is, you aren't the first person, and you won't be the last. So what we want to do is we want to get... We want to help. When I say help, I mean take the experience you have and help the next person so that the next person can help the next person. 
Nope. I guess they would say pay it forward, in a sense. But you, what Kira is leading to is the sentiment is you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Sure can. And um, and just like we can't make you listen to this podcast or we can't do anything, but we hope that you at least stick your toe in and take something away from what we just did. Because of course, because we're gonna be up here giving it to you. And it's up to you. It's up to you, right? The thing that I love about the analogy of water is you can stick your finger in the water and not even attempt to grab anything. Like not not physically grab anything, but you will come away what a substance be the water that is bonded to you until it dries. Mm-hmm. And so you could accidentally take something from water and, and, and put it on something else because that, that bonding agent is going to do it regardless. So just put your foot in or lean your ear closer. You'll take something away from what we're saying today. I agree. Drop in bombs <laughs> boom <No. laughs> but that's all i have as far as this portion goes um i'm excited to dive in more deeply into self-care and some more barriers and some sharing some of some of our experiences well i'm gonna take a moment because i forgot to tell you all is that the DIYs that she's doing, we will be posting them up on YouTube. So if you want to follow along <laughs> with them all, you can certainly do so. So we will I thought talk. I was going to ski ski past that real quick. I didn't know uh, we were going to bring that up. <laughs> no, no, because you know why? Because if we're living out loud and we're living in Central, we're going to show you um, what we're doing, you know, because it's people learn differently, right? right. As we keep saying, people learn differently. So We've talked about love language for a moment. If you're listening to the podcast for this long, I'm going to talk about learning styles. And when I talk about learning styles, I'm talking about auditory learners, visual learners, and kinesthetic learners. And for a kinesthetic learner, that's somebody that's got to learn by doing, right? And then there's people that have to learn by listening. And there's people that have to learn by seeing. And that's one of the reasons why um, that we put the podcast wherever we can, because on YouTube, you get to learn by hearing and seeing. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to do the DIYs so that you can see what we're doing and you can do it as well. And right. post the pictures, send us to it on Facebook. When we're, when we're finished with the DIYs, we want to see how did they come out for you? Did you tweak them? Did you put something different in them? Let us know because we're still learning too. So know that everything is a process and it'll keep going, you know, processes are cyclical. They just go around and around. So your learning style is it at its core, it is what it is. Um, it's, you know, a mixture of either learning by doing or seeing or hearing. But um, you just have to find out which one is best for you. And right. that's that's part of self-care is to be able to identify those things. We talked about love languages before, and these things are just coming back to me as we're speaking. Um, but we talked about those things, and we so necessarily, although we're starting a new series on self-care, we have been um, talking about self-care. And I guess it's the underlying theme um, of our podcast is to 
express yourself in a way that it leads to a, a happier individual. We hope that we're doing that for you all. I agree. I totally agree. All right. So before we get out of here, is there anything else that we want to say since I done blown up your spot about your DIY? Huh. I'm going to have to come up with a date with a Darren. <laughs> don't worry. I can probably do that for you too. But Don't you um, dare. Don't you dare. Don't, bang, don't you dare. <laughs> but we'll definitely have those available. And the, the DIYs will be on a budget because, again, we want to keep finances in mind. Mm -hmm. So we want to be a bit more frugal. So... A lot of the DIYs will be geared to making self-care products at home for you. If you want to sell them, fine, great, awesome. But initially, this is for you. So if you're creative and you like making things as far as like bath bombs and stuff like that, tune in. And if you don't and you have another niche, like you like to crochet or whatever, let me know because then I'll try it. <laughs> we can get a network going and, you know, everybody can start building together, but that's all I got. I got an aunt and grandmother and my grandmother who crochet, so you crochet and we know we got. Yeah, and mom started crocheting too. She's been doing pretty good, really good. And that's what mom's coping mechanism, huh? I said we out here with the Yeah, we out here with the hobbies. But that's that's all we have. So please, we just want to recap real quick. Put yourself first. You're worth it. Try something positive at least once. And if you can really peel back those layers and take that time, find something positive that makes you happy and stick to it. And if you want to know more about um, Young Living or anything else that we've mentioned today in the podcast, it will be in the descriptions below or on, uh, you know, found links on our Facebook um, just so that, again, we don't put these things out to, um, you know, promote them or to make money from them. We really want to use them as a resource for you all that um, have taken the time to listen. So we do appreciate your time today and join us next week as we continue on our journey of self-care. Until then, be happy, be healthy, be safe. Bye. Bye.